Theo, you want him on the north side? Okay, give me Soler. I'll take Schwarber. You, you can have the best pitching staff in the history of Chicago. Take him. There's something seriously wrong when uh, you look at that clubhouse. The clowns. No leader. It's the future. Down and distance. On WGNRadio.com. Right now, who's going in? Jerry Jones, number one. Yeah, let me. Like, I heard that. National Football League. Jeffrey Miller testifies in front of Congress, mm-hmm. finally admitting that that CTE is connected to multiple years in the National Football League and the damage between the collisions and the head-on-head, the hits and all of that. Yeah, they admit it. Yeah. First, I mean, they admit it for the first, first time, time. First ever, time. First time. An open session with Congress. Jerry Jones, owner of my Dallas Cowboys, comes out and says that he still does not believe that there is a connection between CTE and football because there has been no research to prove it. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Jerry. There's no research to prove that you're a terrible GM because you have three Super Bowls and you claim that. But since you've taken over player personnel, this organization has been terrible, terrible, terrible. But I guess you need research on that as well. Research also shows that you wanted to draft Johnny Manziel. That's what you wanted to do. Your son... Steven told you to take Zach Martin. Why is this important? Because it doesn't take a genius to understand that you, my friend, are not good at your job. So if you're not good at your job, but you're good at making money, the reason you're saying this is because this is going to make you lose that money that you've been making all of these years. So, of course, you're going to stand up there and say, I don't want to continue to pay these players as they retire. I don't want to make that life better after football. I just want them to make me richer. And then I just want to cast them to the side and go get some new cattle to put on my ranch down here in Dallas to make me more money. See, for Jerry Jones, it's all about the business. It is. It's all about the business. The show. The show. It's about the show. And his comments are all about business. That's the way they should be seen. That's the way they should be taken. But it infuriates me. Because it points out once again why we have no problem with players that view this as a business and act accordingly so, when it comes to their contracts, that's, when it comes to their health, that's, when they sit out games, when they choose not to play, as fans become more and more infuriated. Listen to this man right here. Listen to what he's saying. Well, how educated athletes have become and to. how they choose not only to handle themselves during their careers, but then they look to post-career to make sure that they have a good life. You have to. Does it mess up the game? No, I'm still entertained. I'm still entertained. I don't know about you. But but I understand where a lot of these guys come from, where they're making decisions. Because listen, they don't care. The information's out there now. Information's out there, and guess what? 
the, it, you just talked about it. Once you're done, they're going to push you to a side. They're bringing somebody else in. You have to look out for yourself. If you don't, if you don't, yeah, then that's your life at the end. Nobody's worrying about you, and people forget about you. As these athletes, they understand they're getting smarter now. You better understand about your business and about yourself before anything. I'm still entertained. It's not me. Listen, I don't care. And this goes back to what we talk about here in Chicago all the time, right? People can say what they want. They can say what they want about our man, Derrick Rose, how he is, those times back in the day of playing, not playing, when he should be playing. It's not my decision. It's not my decision. People get upset with what he says about life after basketball. I'm not mad at that. I don't, listen, I turn on my TV to watch a game. If you're playing, you're playing. If you're not, you're not. I'm not getting up. Why am I getting upset? What? What? what why am I getting upset? It's crazy. If people want to get upset and listen to you talk about that, you <laughs> that you know you're thinking about life after basketball, and they're upset about that, you should just worry about you know how much money you're making. I, listen, I don't count another man's money. I don't. I don't count another person's money. All Owners right? own, players play, fans cheer. That's what That's we do. It. Simple. Stay in your lane. I stay in my lane. Next. Yes. The mayor, not of Chicago, of Ames, Uh-oh. Iowa. Uh-oh. Fred Hoiberg, head coach of the Chicago Bulls, yesterday actually had the nerve to say this. Well, you know, again, we can all look back and, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year uh, when he when he had his injury where he's basically in a dark room for three weeks uh, after the eye injury and did, did he come back too soon? And, you know, we probably looking back on it, could have got him in in, uh, in better rhythm and better shape. So Fred Herbert, he comes out in the press conference. He's talking to the press after practice, and he has the nerve to say Derrick Rose is playing great right now. He's playing the best he's played all year. In hindsight, we probably shouldn't have made him play when he came back after his eye injury, after he had been in a dark room for two weeks. We probably should have worked his conditioning a little bit better and got him in game shape before we put him back on the court. Really? Really? No kidding. You've taken 60-plus games of taking shots at Derrick Rose, shade at Derrick Rose on the sly, talking about we need somebody that's going to push the ball. Yeah, we got good shots. We didn't knock it down, but there are a few times Derrick missed some wide-open people when he was the only one balling when you got blown out in Cleveland the game after the All-Star break. You've thrown shade after shade after shade. Your driveway at home is probably full of palm trees. <laughs> That's all you've done to Derrick Rose all year. And you have the audacity coming down the stretch. Now that we're like 10 games out. 13. 13 games out for the playoffs. You have the audacity to say, oh, we probably should have allowed him to get into better shape. And we probably would have seen this type of production early in the season. Really? Really? I'm 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 stopping right now. I'm done. I'm stopping right now. You, sir, continue to prove that. why you might just be the worst head coach hire in the history of the Chicago Bulls. There, I said it. You might actually be worse than another Iowa State coach, Tim Floyd. Tim Floyd had no talent. Nothing. He did Bare it. bones when he got here. Bare bones. I understand why that team sucked. You, my friend. 
You have a team that won 50-plus games. Two All-Stars. Six-game series with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Two All-Stars. Derrick Rose coming back. By the way, he's played 51 games in a year for the first time Looking since good. he was injured. Looking good, too. Probably going to end up playing 60 games. Mm-hmm. If you told me he was going to play 60 games at the beginning of the year, I'm raising my hand because I'm happy and I'm sure. I'm happy about that. But to come out and make this type of statement right now, what are you really doing, Fred Hoiberg? What are you really doing? You're shady. We're we're good. Right now, just shut your mouth. Don't say anything else. I need the powder. Can somebody give me the powder? Got him. Thank you. Last Uh, but not least. Last but not least, because, boy, I got to go. Yo, what's the last one? This is not from the six, okay? Uh oh. Get it right. What are, what are we doing here? According to Adam Eaton, Drake LaRoche was the best he ever had as a leader in that locker room. I mean, the way he's acting, the way Chris Sale is acting, you're the best. Best I ever had. I mean, just cue the Drake right now. Cue the Drake, no pun intended. Cue it up right now. Really? A 14-year-old was a great leader in the locker room? Is that why you won 70 70 games last year? That's why this team sucked. A 14-year-old was leading them. A 14-year-old was leading a group of men. Now, we're not here to talk about who's right or wrong between Adam LaRoche, Kenny Williams, whose fault it is. No. I'm here to talk about the guy that's the ace of the staff the face of the franchise, the untouchable Chris Sale. This is what he had the audacity to say. Like I said, we're, we're not rebelling against the rules. It has nothing to do with the rules. It, it's, it's a much deeper issue. And, uh, you know, all this negative attention around so much positivity that was here before. You know, we, we were rolling. We, we were having a great time. You guys have seen it. The, the drills are crisp. Everything was, was clicking. And, uh, just took someone to come in here and throw a wrench in the plans. All right. Chris. Chris. Listen, man. Look, man. Listen. Look, man. Let me just tell you. You want to talk about stealing money? <laughs> in terms of baseball, and he has a very good, a very friendly contract. Very friendly. Very friendly. Yeah. To be an all-star. To be the face of a franchise. Yeah. You play once every five days, my friend. People love You me. can't carry a team. I know. To the playoffs. It's very rare that a pitcher, a pitcher has to have help. an absolutely phenomenal season and to help. enter the MVP race. Yeah. You need help. Right? Yes. Now, I could go into you supposedly falling off your truck and getting hurt last year and sounded a little bit Carlo, Carlos Boozier-ish, but I, I won't get into that. I'll just leave it at this. I'll wrap it up. Jerseys in your locker, clownish. They need to come down. Insubordination towards your bosses, clownish. Calling the executives liars when ultimately the truth came out days later, proving that what you foretold was the truth, clownish. What's even more clownish is White Sox fans believing that this guy is untouchable. He's a pitcher. 
You won 70 games with them. So if you give me four to five players in a trade, I can suck with them or without them. He doesn't make me better. He doesn't, this is not a quarterback. This is a pitcher. He pitches once every five days. So guess what? If somebody calls me with three prime prospects that are ready to come up to the major leagues right now, and they want Chris Sale, take them. Theo, you want him on the north side? Okay. Give me Solaire. I'll take Schwarber. They got it. They gotta, I'll take a couple of other minor leagues off they, your they, hands. They, they, they you they you can have the best pitching staff in the history of Chicago. Take them. You're not untouchable. You know who's untouchable? Jordan. You know who's untouchable? Walter Payton. Gale Sayers. Guys like that, they're untouchable. They played every day. Every day. They went out there. You, my friend, you're a 20%er. I love this guy. You're a 20 percenter. We only see you 20% of the time the White Sox take the field. Think about that. 20% of the time that the White Sox take the field, you see Chris Sale, which means 80% of the time he's on the bench. But that's your guy. That's the untouchable on your roster. Really? Mm. Really? Can I say something? Go ahead. Just to put a bow on it, because I know where you were getting when you were talking about Adam Eaton. There's something seriously wrong when uh, you look at that that clubhouse that's going on with what you're looking Clowns. at. Clowns. No leaders. Clowns. You can't tell me you can't have leaders. If you want to win a championship or you want to be successful, you have to have they leaders. They haven't had a leader since Jermaine Dodd left. Since that group of characters. Pauly. No, Pauly was a suspect leader. Oh, probably the reason the people that were under him are even more suspect. No. Wow. Listen, man, I'll tell you, there's some serious issues going on. And the White Sox better start fast. Because if they don't, there's going to be a downhill spiral for this organization. Chris Hill better win 20 games. I know that. There's a lot on the line right now. I know that. Locked. I know that. Or is he going to blame, you know, the first time he gets shelled by the Minnesota Twins, which happens just about every time he goes out? Is he going to blame Kenny Williams for that, too? Oh, we had everything going. Everything was smooth. We were building. You guys were watching us. You watched what we were doing out there in the field. You watched our drills. You saw how smooth they were going. You saw how this locker room was going. And then to have somebody come in and mess it all up with lies. Mm. You mean you? It's a weird situation. You? You're the one putting lies out on people. You're the one making the issue bigger than it had to be. Yeah. It didn't need to be we that. We come way. in a locker room and you have jerseys in front of your locker. You didn't have to do that. Come, come on, man. Bro. Come on. Come on, bro. Hot takes, man. Is Travis always. Benjamin going to have a Manziel jersey no. in his locker no. when they come back for OTAs? No. No? No. Shouts out to Adam LaRoche and Drake, though. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what. I'll say this again. I love my son. It's his birthday. 13 million. He, I'll build him a locker Dude, at his, own, at right his house, man. Trish is not letting you walk away from 13 million. Right? No. He, I'll build him a big Jaden locker in his crib. She man. would have sent you back. And, and, and you know how much I, listen, you know how much I love spending time with my little dude. 
Hey, that's how it was for me growing up. Listen, my dad could have had a locker with my name on it at Hallis Hall. Nobody will probably say anything. They might say something, but nothing would be done about it. But when it was time for business, it was time for business. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell Adam LaRoche how to, you know, raise his kids because I'm not in his household. So I can't do that. I just know what I would do. I wouldn't want my son on the road and not being around, you know, other kids his age. As much, as big as an athlete as I am, and want him to be grow up. Even though I want him to see that lifestyle, it's not something that I would do as a parent. So, but that's how they, um, that's how they do their things. I can't. I'm not gonna, not gonna talk about how they raise their kids. Unbelievable. It's different. It's a different day and age, man. Unbelievable. Please right. stop falling for the okey doke. Please, please. Down a distance.